0: Hello and welcome one and all to the first episode of the About a Ball podcast, a brand new podcast bringing you all the latest news, analysis and opinion in the sports world while having a bit of crack at the same time. My name is Luke O'Brien and I'm joined this evening by my fellow podcasters, Conor McGrath. Hello. O'Shean Love. Yo. And Aidan Quigley. Hello. Right, well, let's get cracking with the first part of the show where we'll be looking back at the week's Premier League action. So, we'll look first at uh, Man City West Ham. That was the early Saturday kickoff. McGraw, what did you think of the game? Man City are such fucking
1: uh, shitters, can I just say? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, Man City, to be fair. Nah, having, they're they're having the, uh, I think they're probably their best season. I think it might be better than the Centurions, but they're. At the start of the season, it was very like bad.
2: Twenty-seven unbeaten. Now or are they? Twenty. Uh, 20 uh, no,
0: 27? I think they just hit. No, it's, twenty. It's, uh, it's twenty-one. I think twenty-one, twenty, 20 or twenty-one. No, no, that's victories uh,
2: in a row, isn't it? It's un- unbeaten, Oh,
0: actually, it? maybe yeah. He might. Be oh, like... Yeah, it is something. I saw it the other day. Actually, it's oh, something
2: ridiculous yeah, like that. Yeah. But uh, I, I'll mean, they never I mean, Ru- They'll never beat Arsenal, lads. Never beat the
1: Invincibles. <laughs> anyway, yeah,
0: sure. I mean, Ruben Re- Diaz is having some season at centre back.
1: That's fucking yeah, it's, bullshit. It's him, him and I John don't... Stone. Him and John Stone. <laughs> to fair, are, are
2: How dare he perform when he's not on my fantasy team? Much.
0: just <laughs> that, But anyway. He's a, you know, that's, that's your it's loss. It's something like on. in the last 14 games, Stones and Diaz have scored more goals between them than they've conceded. Yeah, that's a lot actually. So.
2: Can't say so like, the Hammers are also doing pretty well. I mean, was, Yeah. 2-1 I mean, yeah, like,
0: yeah. against this city. I
1: mean, this city team isn't even scoring a lot. Like... Uh, they're getting guys like, kind of like one nil, two 0 wins rather than like the uh, like four ones, five twos they would get in a.
0: There was it, two three years ago. Can, they, yeah, can't they? Uh, pretty credible performance by West Ham.
1: Yeah, they they've shored up the defense anyway.
3: Can't see them playing Champions League football though. I think I think Europa League might be the the ultimate goal for, for Man okay, City.
1: You're
2: just biased. That's for just a biased. side like West Ham, just because they're not they're just a bit B tech <laughs> doesn't mean that they can't play Champions League. I firmly believe that they will be playing Champions League football
0: no, this year. Uh, I definitely unlike Arsenal, that's for sure. Okay, <laughs> shut the fuck up. It's irrelevant. Uh, and I mean, but both of the Man City goals, when you looked at, they came from Stones and Diaz. Yeah. and it's sort of interesting to see Man City; they they keep their central defenders up high, uh, even you know when it's um, when West Ham could have come back down, counter attack down the pitch, but you know Diaz and Stones stay up there. Obviously, must be some sort of instructions from Pep. So, if we move on to the Arsenal-Leicester match, that was a 3-1 away win for Arsenal. You know, pretty impressive by them. Oshim, what do you think?
2: Well, I was never really in doubt. I mean, Arsenal are <laughs> no, one of you the know best teams in <laughs> Arsenal... Shut... Please, please,
3: lads.
2: <laughs> Our... Arsenal are one of the best they teams in He has to Premier... go! That's... that's an unbiased opinion, by the way, that Arsenal are one of the best teams in the Premier League.
3: I kind of forgot Arsenal were a football club, to be honest with you.
1: Where, okay, where are they sat now? They're sat in a... Tent, tent, I think, tent. which is, I mean, it's top of the t- uh, top
0: athletes. <laughs> Arsenal are, of are a very prominent football team, you can find them playing every Thursday night. You can't, to be okay. fair.
3: What Until, was that? Um, um, I heard something that they used to be a uh, they're also a luxury, um, retro football shirt brand as well. Yeah, yeah, there. I saw that. Oh, yeah. Okay,
1: There's you know uh, re- retro luxury football brand Arsenal once beat Sheffield United in the game?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. No, yeah, it was actually. a good win. For, one good win for the Boyas, three-one against Leicester. Um,
0: Anyone stand out for you in that game?
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, Oba had a good game, uh, and it was a Pepe scored as well. And I believe
3: finally, uh,
1: uh finally sorry? worth the seventy-two million, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, finally worth it.
3: And David <laughs> Luiz scored a goal as well. That's amazing. I
1: know. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, was, <laughs> was he mis- scored. He yeah. scored in the right the net as well, uh, which is good. The, the, the good oh, radical what? children all came back. Was that a uh, William three assists? Two assists. Two assists. But
2: he, he's everyone's just after giving him so much shit. Everyone just like, "Ah, oh, he's actually actually a
1: standout." No, he's uh, that, so, no. Bad. He so bad.
2: He's so bad. A lot of people were just like, "If uh,
1: yeah, finally."
0: And you know, obviously, it was a big, a uh, big Sunday football. Next up, you had Chelsea, Man United. Yeah, that, that was and, wow! Uh, what a
1: good game! What a good game that yeah,
0: was. I don't think it could have been more boring. Yeah. Um, I, you know, nil nil. Are you think of the handball? Um, I personally think it was handball. Once again, a very, a very unbiased opinion.
2: That what was that video? Uh, Who's it? Very Luke unbiased Shaw unbiased been chatting fucking bullshit about about the ref saying he doesn't want to make a scene or whatever it was.
0: Luke, Luke Shaw did come out. He said, uh, "The ref said to H Harry Maguire, he said." Uh, I can't give a penalty because. But, but then Harry Maguire uh, came out. Yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry and said Maguire it
3: wasn't
1: true. <laughs> uh, <Luke>
0: Shaw, <laughs> just
1: I reckon. I, I reckon it Harry Maguire
3: was... said that Luke Shaw misheard the ref. I reckon.
1: I, I reckon
2: and it and was. Harry it's got to be it's It's a massive conspiracy. The
1: FA are clearly just
3: completely. Harry Maguire's in on it. <laughs> everyone's in on it except for Luke Shaw Bro, Harry yeah. Maguire
1: doesn't know how to play football I mean, I'm convinced he doesn't know what football is he's just told to stand here and kick a ball away from his net <laughs> so he does that, and then, and just, and then oh, he gets a captain's he arm it. badge <laughs> he does not deserve to be captain of that club Luke Luke, actually Luke you're a United fan who do you think should be the captain
0: um, I don't know it's, uh, I think in a couple of years' time, should be McTominay.
1: Yeah, actually, um, back he, he gives
0: off a skullsy yeah. vibe. He gives off a vibe. No, up. I think I think Bruno can that's be a bit some petulant Scotland. sometimes. Bruno's uh, the and, Rashford, and Rashford has penchilant. the ability to go missing in some games. Bruno's uh, pet, Bruno's petulant. a little
3: Portuguese kid who steals your football.
1: He is. He is. He's he such a rat. <laughs> he has such a rat. face. I think he, I I I think he's a great footballer, but I hate I hate him so much. Yeah, Aren't he like seems he seems very annoying from, penos,
2: from fucking VAR penos.
0: That's literally just like every 90% time percent
1: of his goals. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, wait, actually, it.
0: I did. I, dis- I don't have the stats on it, but I disagree with that.
1: Zero uh, open uh, open place uh, zero goals against the top six. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, his stats against the top six
3: are
1: just outrageous. Hey, uh, I, I said it before, Bruno. Okay, I, I'm a Liverpool fan. He did knock, he did knock Liverpool out of the uh, FA Cup with yeah, the free kick. But he doesn't really show up the big games. That, I mean it's uh, an age-old
3: debate that, but he kinda he kind of still does just not necessarily uh, get the yeah, top like, six.
1: Maybe, maybe stats like the, the goals and assists might not always be there, which is it's some of the biggest waffle when people just give like give the stats like oh he scored this many goals, this many assists in a season.
0: Uh, I suppose you could have considered this a big game. And Afs, I thought he played pretty brutal. It, it was it was a huge game for him. <laughs> it was a pretty big game. But um no, I think it's interesting. I think Bruno plays that way pretty much every game. He, only, he just gets away with it because he gets a goal and an assist. Literally, he's only two good contributions of the match and the rest of the time. No, he just gives the ball away. I think he's playing too deep this season. All he has to play him further up.
1: Well, because he kind of has he kind of has Pogba and uh, Bruno kind of playing in a similar enough position. And they they both don't really work together. Like as a, in a system. I think he worked,
0: I think, Bruno. They're they're working well before Christmas when they pogba out on the left. Yeah. Uh, but I think like since Pogba's been out, there's been a lot of creativity issues for United. Yep. Uh, haven't been scoring as many goals. And you you see Bruno haven't drop deeper. They need, they the need ball, a lot like De Bruyne, and, De
2: Bruyne to help them out.
0: And actually, yeah, they they should definitely buy De Bruyne. Yeah, speaking that's a good Bruyne, call. Actually.
2: A, a, speaking of De Bruyne, De Bruyne he's yeah. good performance these days, especially Man City versus Wolves. He got he got an assist or two in there, whipped a few crosses in. Absolute legend. What was that, what was bullshit about that game? I know I say bullshit a lot, but what was bullshit about that game is is Sterling not getting the goal? Okay, I don't know what the defender is thinking, scoring no goal and not letting Sterling, my captain,
1: score.
2: But you know, <laughs> the it, it world is isn't is.
3: fantasy football. That's
1: yeah. Actually, uh, yeah. Well, actually, it's me, Jack, Re- Jack. Yeah, Jack British, Rilish, I was about to say Jack. Rilish, uh... <laughs> Uh, and and, and, and some fish. of us here uh, took it upon ourselves to uh, to cheat and uh, look at
0: that leak, which uh, another, yeah, uh, McRae, which is another well, look if, if the if the leak is put in front of me, you know, I'm not going the, uh, to ignore it. Another aspect if you if you share if you
1: shared it with us oh, I'd be fine team. with it, but uh, you didn't. You you kept it to yourself to cheat.
3: I do what like happened this, was, for any listeners. You guys know. are
0: so far behind; you could probably do that I think
3: Jack Grealish is 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 in on the conspiracy with uh, <laughs> Harry Maguire.
0: I don't think I don't
1: think Jack Grealish had anything to do with it. Someone in the staff, I believe, <laughs> someone in the staff of the club leaked that Jack Grealish was injured to an. F- yeah, even, even
3: the players, the players
0: changed their team Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> but you know what? Even after Patrick? they banned the players, they kept making changes the next week, and uh, Matt Target actually brought Grealish back in. A bit of a troll.
1: Is, uh, is that is that match fixing, though? Like, uh, not match fixing, but you know, the um, way like uh, it's because oh, you know, but you know, the way you can win stuff if you uh have the best, like, say, I think it's the best points in the week,
3: yeah, it is a competition, so I guess you can so, like, you know, get in some sort of trouble for it,
1: like, and say, say, if uh, say, I don't know, say you're Harry Maguire, you're in a league with one you with your mates, you see that they have you triple captain, what if you just bag five on goals so that they uh they just lose so many points. It's a bit extreme, but like it's I
0: don't know, but it'd be match fixing. It's a it's a fair point. Uh and you know, as if that that uh Chelsea United match on Sunday wasn't bad enough, you nil know, nil, you know, United fans had to suffer through another ninety minutes without a goal. Against
1: Crystal uh, like relegation threatened Crystal Palace.
0: Like it's I mean, it was two two hundred eighty five minutes now. They'd score for United.
2: They are fumbling the bag. They,
0: they, they, It's their fourth nil nil in ten get games. The bag, the bag has been fumbled in that same period. Yeah.
1: They've only won one in the uh, in their last five as well. I see that here.
0: I, I think realistically, they're never going to keep no, up. No city, one, but it is a bit disappointing seeing all the it's, Yeah, it's crazy how the season
3: has gone from what like, was one of the most open seasons two months a, ago. A, I'd so just... City gonna get a hundred points or like ninety points and win the table. Win Wait, the actually,
2: speaking of the table, Aiden, who do you think is gonna be top four? Who do you think is gonna be Champions League in, in Champions League contention?
3: Well, like like City, United, Chelsea, and Liverpool. I think Leicester are gonna fumble the bag. See,
0: I yeah, it's it's a boring choice, but I'd have to agree. I with I, to I, mean, I, I I have,
1: I think City will win. United, Liverpool in second and third respectively and Leicester are creeping into Champions League spots. I think mean, because Chelsea, like, they're... I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't see Tuchel being, being the man for
0: them in three months' time. Chelsea are in good form, though. They are, but, like,
1: they're beating... They're only beating Liverpool.
0: Don't, have they don't Have they lost under Tuchel yet?
1: They will tonight uh, when Liverpool beat them.
2: I say, yeah, Man City first. I think Chelsea second.
0: Chelsea Leicester second. third and
2: United fourth. Yeah, and United fourth.
0: What? Oh, that's that's bit outrageous.
2: It's a it's a it's a controversial take. Lad. That's the outrageous um, takes we're um, looking for. Two, really <laughs> two shells coming in. You know he's he's changing things up. The ways of Lampard are are in the past. And United, their form has been absolutely dreadful lately, and I think they're they're continuing on
0: that run but to like, be honest. Well, they, they haven't really been losing much. No, they're they just don't. they're not getting. That's the There it's, like so six draws in ten games, but if you take away half those draws, they've an extra six points.
2: Yeah. But they're dropping points. Like they're they're getting they're getting like a draw is one out of three points. Like they're just dropping points. When you right yeah, there's a big difference, especially in performance when you're coming between, second
0: place between getting a draw. Okay, okay. Well, game.
2: if you're drawing against fucking Crystal Palace worth like they are fucking 13th bro and you're you're coming second and you're in t- like in contention for Champions League football like you yeah, you got to wonder like, every, the if, you're, if you're in the,
1: if you're looking for top 4 every point you drop it it's not it's not one point gained it's two points dropped
2: yeah exactly i like that way of thinking bro that's thank
1: that's you. a good way to put thank it thank you <laughs> but, uh, like it, 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 um, it and um, you were right though but, like it was like remember when southampton were top of the league yeah good times <laughs> they yeah uh, they, time. they, Darcy, they stop. The no, are
2: the top of the league every season without fail. It's no they
0: weren't i swear i swear a f c Bournemouth no they they went on a period yeah a few oh, years fuck. Bournemouth right. pit them yeah
1: well that's a um but now they if they're they're mid they're top of the sec uh, the bottom half now i guess that's that's something <laughs> Uh, oh, sorry, regarding... They're not even. bottom of the top. All
2: right, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. Talk. Regarding relegation, and, I think I think we're all in agreement. And are looking
0: the... at the bottom of the table. <laughs> Sheen, who do you have as your relegation well, candidate?
2: Sheffield are gone. So I think everyone knows that. And it's so strange because they actually had a pretty good season last they,
0: year. They lost. They lost.
1: Um. Uh. Obviously, Dean Henderson, and they also lost. Was it Jack yeah. Baldwin? It was Jack? Yeah, Baldwin, he's though. injured. He's injured the whole season. I think. I think it was this season. Yeah, I, swear, I think I swear he's a Salford City player. I,
0: I uh... you were saying Shafi had lost a Salford City player?
1: Yeah, I think so. I think I think yeah. No, he was he was both okay. of them last season.
0: I swear. Yeah, you know the the loss of a League Two player is massive. What do you, what you No, League they lost today? Jack
1: Paul. Like no, yeah, yeah. From... no, he was on loan. He was on loan last year. He was on what? loan last year.
2: Okay, thank you, thank you, McGrath, uh, for the hot take. He's I also never played that... I swear,
1: bro, they lost a the centre back. They lost a the
2: centre back. Who was the centre back?
1: Uh, yeah. fuck, fuck
2: this, Sheffield, Sheffield are gone. <laughs> West Brom also gone. Regarding who else is going
0: down? Um. Personally, what? I think the way it is now is how it's going to stay. You're going to have West Brom, yeah, it's... Um, fair Sheffield, and Fulham going yeah. down. I think maybe you could see Fulham. Um, staying up, but to be honest, I think Newcastle's remaining fixtures are too easy compared. to I actually to think
3: Sheffield will snap the mighty nineteenth. I they actually think be. that as well. I think so as well. I think yeah. they might, they might just because they're actually coming on to form. Yeah, they might, have, they might have right, enough form to get the big two zero points. You know.
0: You know, I think you look at. Newcastle in 17th place at the moment but they've got they've got uh, seven of their last 11 games against bottom half yeah but it's Newcastle so you'd expect they are them bottom to, half side do, of uh, later
1: they're, that they're it's like Steve um, Bruce is, is not it should not be managing a Premier League side he's just not good enough like he I reckon he'll be
0: and yet time and time again he comes back
1: he's Steve Bruce is what he people think he's like Sam Allardyce you bring Sam Allardyce in to stay up even though I think Bram will finish twentieth, but uh, like Steve Bruce, he's just not a good manager. I think Did Steve they, Bruce is the played, manager you it?
3: bring in. Steve Bruce is the manager you bring in when you don't know who to bring in. So you yeah. just someone's someone asks the owner to think of a manager to bring in, and the first one that comes to their head would always be Steve Bruce. He's like your budget run of the mill yeah. manager. He's like a budget Sam <laughs> so uh, Aller, uh,
1: that's yeah. what you were saying.
0: I'd I'd add Neil Warnock. Yeah, yeah, He's, <laughs> they're, they're, they're just there. yes
1: men. Mike Ashley just wanted a yes man, where it's just whatever Mike Ashley wants to do, Steve Bruce will go along with it.
0: You know, he asked Steve Bruce. You know, do you think he can get along without signing anyone this season? Steve Bruce says yes, man. Exactly. <laughs> like,
3: get I, I reckon, to the end of the season, make an easy ten mil or something. Like, I reckon if Chris, for the if Chris Wilder,
1: like, I think we can all agree though, that Sheffield way outperformed last season. But there's. Either.
0: They did. I I think they're suffering a lot from not having fans. Yeah. yeah, That that's the only main difference I can see. I mean, the majority of their team is the same, same play style, as far well as they're missing Dean Anderson. But that doesn't mean dropping down to twenty. Maybe play. they should
2: play. You know, the, the fan noises we hear on the TV. They should blare them on the speakers when, whenever Sheffield are playing. You know, maybe maybe that might help them a bit.
3: I think that'd be the cringiest thing you possibly do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just hear like one of them just like shoots and just like ten seconds later on massive speakers just uh, just hear a cry yeah or like oh, I think it would be uh that that definitely would would help them um gain at least twenty points in, in my
0: humble opinion. <laughs> uh, you know I realised so, I was uh, wrong. It's a big it's a big midweek coming up next week. I'd say it was uh, it was uh, Jack, O'Connell. O'Connell. To 16. Jack
1: O'Connell. Jack O'Connell not Jack Baldwin. it
0: was Jack O'Connell. He, he was the, the I, looked, I, look <laughs> I looked up Jack O'Connor I looked up Jack player who <laughs>
1: he's, he played for
3: Sutherland and he was on loan yeah. at Salford and he's been sold to um, yeah, Crystal I, Rovers I got, oh, I, got
1: the, I got the Jacks mixed up I got the Jacks mixed up it's Jack <laughs> O'Connell I was talking about he's been out this season
0: I hope you don't often get the Jacks mixed oh, up never
1: there's a lot as
0: I was saying <laughs> As I was saying, looking ahead at the second leg in the Champions oh, League. I, the I, I, I
1: just need a Liverpool um, win. I, need I think.
0: It? I think even Liverpool. I think need Klopp needs a Liverpool, needs win,
1: a now, Liverpool to win. I think they. I think everyone yeah. needs a Liverpool win at this point.
2: They've taken. Yeah, they, I mean, they've had a, lot, a good few losses, you know, on and off the pitch. So it's, yeah, it's time they get. They it's
1: get a it's yeah, it's been a tough year. It's been a tough year for the lads. It's I uh, just Champions League football next year, and I'll consider it a good season.
0: They they take a two 0 uh, lead into that game. Of course, with those two goals coming away, what do you guys think of the fairness of the away goal rule? Given um, the that, that that Leipzig game was played in neutral stadium, you know Chelsea, Atletico Madrid. Well, is I in mean... neutral stadium. Okay, say, so say they say they the um,
1: they say they abolished the the away away goal rule because some stadiums aren't going, or, or they're not going. To some stadiums in Germany and I think it's in France as well. Say, say Leipzig come to yeah. Anfield, win 3-1, but there's no away goal. It goes to extra time. You'd be fuming.
3: Yeah, that, that, that'd just be like, absolutely be ridiculous.
1: Yeah, you'd be livid. So I think they're best off just keeping with it. Like they let Leipzig decorate their stadium with their flags. All that which it's it's not at home out of Yeah, atmosphere. That, that
0: definitely makes up for the fact <laughs> it's made to, to no, unbelievably special case. Travel yeah, like, doesn't
1: have
3: anything to do with it.
2: Like it's a it's
3: uniquely
0: special case.
2: Wait, Luke Luke, Luke did you say hundred and thirty thousand miles?
0: No no, I said hundreds or thousands uh, and sure the, the distance between Leipzig and Hungary. Probably hundreds of miles.
2: Well so why miles? What, what, what Imperial <laughs> I d I don't
0: know. It's just so what came to mind. <laughs> It's disgraceful. Um, and then, of course, you've got PSG Barcelona. That one is a four-one advantage for PSG, who will be playing at home. I'd say. It's Do you 20- think we could see yeah. a repeat of twenty seventeen? What I'm saying, say,
2: what, dude, I watched that match. I mean, that, that, was, oh, that was a disgraceful match. That was so. Uh, good.
1: No, the thing is, the only reason I you think that could happen, but you're missing the who the person that pretty much drove Bars to that comeback was Neymar. Neymar's now with PSG, yeah. although he's out injured at the minute, Uh and. Mbappe is he's different, grade. He's
0: you nearly you, you think breed. that Mbappe sort of announced himself with that hat trick against Barcelona, but then you remember he's already a world yeah. cup winner, he's announced himself. Uh, already. He, uh, I think, I think, and he's only he's only what it, 22 or 23? I think
1: that hat trick was he that's he's no longer one from the future or one for the future, he, he's now like Mbappe's time, but now. do you
2: think? Th- do you think he'll, in the future, he'll be reviewed as a Messi or Ronaldo? Or do you think he's just a tiny bit below I think, what they think? I are think,
1: say Say. if we go, I think the two of the, this generation that can even come close could be Mbappe and, I think, maybe Haaland. you're right. Saka, <laughs> I think maybe Haaland. Right. Well, I Hala. mean... Halan's just not Mbappe also. is
0: already... Mbappe's already outperformed Messi and Ronaldo in that he's got a World Cup. Yeah, he does, both. Okay, but then that's one thing that okay, neither but, of those who okay, have like, uh, okay, a but, like Messi
2: comes from Argentina, which yeah. a bit of a shit show country. I mean, it's not bad, but it's what? just it, they're like are like, they their they're defense, their defense is Quality players before. in every
0: position. Like they start I mean, a sort of market for the World Cup. The
2: Obviously, they've had they've had a Tevez, Aguero, Messi, Di Maria. Their attack is fantastic, but I think their defense just lets them down. I think. Back in the day, I think they had Mascherano, who's a CDM,
0: which is the the best. Sl- you've they, got Mascherano, otamendi they Javier Zanetti. Yeah, Odom, you're giving you're getting, you're, getting, you're giving different
1: uh, different time frames. Though. like Zanetti was well before yeah. uh, otamendi and
0: uh, Marcus Rojo. But I mean, j- during during Messi's window, you know, just, if you take it from say, like 2010 combined. to
3: 2018, I mean. It's. It seemed like during that those three World Cups, it was it was a very poorly managed side. That Argentina side. Every it year, was, yeah. you would just hear pundits and everything explaining how they just rely on Messi. Because
1: um, they do, like yeah, like it's, it's like, how they they plan to play, and it just never worked. Like it's like Maradona. Like that Argentinian team without Maradona wouldn't have done a tenth of what they did. Well, like, Maradona carried them to a world cup Messi couldn't exactly do that
0: rip rip yeah rest in peace well like he he had... uh another another game that we've got coming up then in of second legs coming up is Juventus oh Porto, yeah Spe- speaking of finished legends are, yeah. they're down they're down 2-1 um playing at home this time and I don't know you sort of wonder could this be Ronaldo's last time playing in Europe for Juve could it be his last time could playing I think I saw during the week David Beckham might be looking to bring him to Inter-Miami
2: I mean honestly Ronaldo dominated England dominated Spain well not well, him and Messi dominated I mean, he's Italy now, he's dominated like, Italy for two Italy, years
1: I, mean, I think and now he's, I mean,
2: I, he's got, he, I mean he could go to America and dominate there I mean it just would be a great finish to his career I think obviously Germany or France but you know they're they're basically farmers league so you know, he's not missing out much
0: um, I'd be surprised on so if if Juventus can't get a result Porto, to uh, like even Porto, it, especially even if Ronaldo
1: way, isn't uh, isn't performing at his best. Like they should be, they should be handling Porto easily. Yeah, like, I don't think I don't think I've ever seen Porto like come up against a tough
0: side and even put up a fight, let alone get a win.
1: The Juventus are having a poor enough uh, season. Uh,
0: though. Uh, Porto not go and win the 2000. Yeah, obviously,
1: uh, in recent time. Oh, and when oh, and yeah, when sometimes. and when I was two yeah, years enough. old, I definitely was watching that. I was definitely watching that. To be fair,
0: oh, was a great. But like but
1: like even even it. in U, uh, Juve and Serie A, they're what third. Yeah, they're third Behi- behind the two Milan, the two Milan teams. Yeah,
0: though so, to be fair, those two Milan teams, you know, they sort of the pressures off them now. They're at Europa League. Don't did Inter even make the Europa League. Um so I mean they, they can just focus on the league now. Whereas Juventus, they've had a lot of pressure for the last what, five, six years to sort of perform in Europe to finally get over the line and win that Champions League. So they they can't really afford to focus too much on yeah, the league. Yeah, they they wanted so many. Especially times. when you've got an yeah, aging you've so, like,
1: I think, But even now I don't see them if they came up against PSG, Man, or Man City, I I don't see them beating like, there's just so much about the team that just that uh
0: Juventus team that just isn't working right now. Like, they even like, but I don't know, they're, they're another team, they're, they're nearly like all those Argentinian teams in the World Cups so, where like they've got the players, like they've got a solid defense, they've got good goalkeeper, great attack, and just sometimes it doesn't come together for them.
1: But yeah, I watched it, I saw a clip of I don't know who the player was, but didn't move out of the way when Ronaldo was trying to run by them, so he just tackled Ronaldo. Like their teammates, but they don't know how to. They're not communicating. It seems sufficiently enough to bring them anywhere near a Champions League final, let alone to win the whole thing. Like they just, they've just been poor. Like there's, there's nothing really more to say about. it other than they've just been
0: so poor this year. And you know, since we're on the topic of Europe, uh, we might as well have a look at the other European leagues. Uh, you know, outside the Premier League. So we'll start by looking at the Scottish Premiership and. Rangers are just running away with the title this year. And you know, Celtic really it's it's shocking how much they've declined over the course of the season. McGraw, what do you do um,
1: I prefer I'd prefer if Celtic could won it, but like I think Stevie he's yeah, I, I, think, I think Stevie's just doing be. a wonder there. Like they've they're still unbeaten in the league, aren't they? they yeah, they haven't lost. they was 27 wins, four draws, zero losses.
2: Gone from rags to Riches Very as like they were well, they were
0: True, they they're down in Scottish League Two. Yeah. a few years ago, after they got um financial troubles.
2: Yeah, it shows how much is the legacy of the club, like how you can like surely League Two with no money, all all the players just leave, but just like the massive legacy of the club meant that just people stayed and people were still interested in Rangers, even when they're playing League Two football, and they just just skyrocketed. Went literally, I think they won the like their respective league pretty much every
3: season, think... but one, I think, where they. I think nearly yeah. Celtic fans would be happy to see this. Like,
0: there's. I uh, know,
1: no, I know. No. <laughs> it's good I, for it. I know. It sounds no, bad. They, they, I
0: know. They, they know uh, I happens. know. I so, know.
1: I know a Celtic fan who I work with him, and every time we're in work and there's a Celtic
0: match on, I
1: am from across the shop. Uh, well, every time, uh, every time Celtic it.
0: I, suppose, yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. In that like,
1: it's the only two clubs them, that
3: but... could compete in the in the league. Like, and it's good for each of them if they're both
1: at, playing at their best. It may, it makes it more enjoyable. I think the league altogether, though, if there's like before, it's like the French league. Um, not so much this year, but like there's there's only yeah, one PSG or second this year, actually. Yeah. Oh, it's a crime! like there, uh, they spend so much money on on players. I want it to be pipped by Lil.
0: Yeah, I think it's Lee. Isn't yeah, it? no, L- yeah, no, no a good it doesn't season. matter having
1: a good season. PSG should not be uh, should not be behind. No,
0: the amount of money they, uh, be no, the of money they, they if you spend, if you look at top that if you look area. at the history of a, a club
3: like PSG, it, it seems like they've just failed upwards.
1: Yeah, two thousand from... seven. From <laughs> seven I like, guess. Uh...
3: Even even before that, they were a nothing team. And then they've been bought out again, and bought out, and bought out, and bought out until you are owned by—I think they're owned by the Qataris
1: now. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's mental. And, and if the
3: just because uh... of where they are, and it's you can market it so well because they're from Paris. It's just crazy.
1: Yeah, they're, so, they're such a they're such a marketable team. Like, it's, yeah, they're, they're like it is found. Paris. Like, the Eiffel Tower is in their uh, <laughs> is in their crest. Like, well, they've they've had their deal with Air Jordan for how many years now? Like, that's just a clothing brand. Like a cute. sports clothing brand, but like it's their whole thing is on selling, on selling rather than like designer goods. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. They come out with like four kids a year,
0: and then you know La, La Liga. That's another league where it just sort of you you never know what could happen this year. You know, different people at the top to uh, to your usual Barcelona, Real. You've got Atletico up there at the moment, five points edge, unknown signs. Yeah, no, they've down. been they've been doing well and even like they're still competing in the Champions League uh,
1: sufficiently I mean they're all, only 1-0 down against Chelsea from that uh, Olivier route bicycle kick
0: yeah they, they could teach oh. Klopp a thing or two about you know being able to compete in the league <laughs> and other competitions that's because they
1: play with uh, 11 man on the edge of their box and hope for a counter attack I think their system is 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 one of the worst in football but it works Oof that's a pick. <laughs> yeah, they are They're, They don't that's play good they play, they play negative football. They they Atletico Madrid is what yeah, Sean is. is trying to do with Burnley. It is very defensive, yeah.
0: To be fair, Burnley I've been I've been impressed with them there recently. I think they could be on to something. rumours of a big signing coming in the summer. Maybe if they got a playmaker think, into their team who they could, you know, long. I think the ball, ball might be the way game. of the future.
1: I can I can guarantee diceball Oh, <laughs> is the way of like the early eighties. I, I was the last time dodgeball was ever exploding.
3: Yeah, but it's so just basic that it works.
1: It's it's beautiful. It's just four four twos and long balls. Uh, love him or hate him, you just gotta love him. He's the I, longest I, serving uh, manager
3: in the Premier League. What a legend!
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, it, like it, it's the yeah the longest current serving, and it's just like you look at all the other managers in the league. I think how the fuck has he survived? This, this so many years. <laughs> I don't know how they I have mean, If you look at if you look at the end of last season, they didn't.
3: They had some uh, financial issues, but it was quite quiet. And they had like they had like four goalkeepers on their bench or something just to fill it up. <laughs>
1: yeah, like, <it's...
0: laughs> yeah. I think there's a game against City where they only fielded something like how many uh, substitutes played last year? Is it nine, like yeah. nine or ten? Yeah, and they only fielded maybe yeah. six, I think, yeah. four of them were academy just,
1: players. They, Yeah, they had to make up the numbers on the bench. <laughs> Which, it's such a shambles of a club that I they, they really shouldn't be in the Prem. I, I would much prefer them to get relegated than um, Sheffield United or Fulham. But, you know, I think I think Newcastle will drop in, but I think I'd much rather Burnley be in there. Uh, Newcastle we'll
2: you think you th- Newcastle you think could be doing pretty well given that they were just born by, by a massive oligarch they
0: were meant to there, be it was up, really got blocked. it was voted oh, by really I think sad.
1: the top six voted against it because it meant there would be another uh, I mean that's all the conspiracy that it was only blocked so that Newcastle won't compete at the highest level
3: no it was against financial fair play
1: yeah no but they don't care about any other club like Man City is the same thing just because this guy was very rich, like yeah. Man City's buy-over, Chelsea's frequent breach of, uh, um, sorry, City's frequent breach of financial fair play doesn't matter. But because Newcastle adds another, and Chelsea, I don't know, cause I don't know if Chelsea actually did break financial fair play.
0: No, Chelsea were in financial fair play. They were a, they were a transfer ban because they signed an underage player. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: it's just a Chelsea thing. So it's time now for the first of our weekly segments, which is the exercise of the week, presented by Yoshin.
2: Yes. Now a lot of pe- a lot of the listeners are probably stuck at home, really, uh, <laughs> due to lockdown. Why is that? Now? <laughs> I just thought that I'd cast a ray of sunshine <laughs> into the listeners' lives <laughs> by suggesting an exercise called the side plank, which is absolutely brutal, to be honest. But you know. Just in case, if you, basically what it does is it works your core, mainly the obliques, which, I mean, summer's just around the corner. And with the obliques, it, it gives you more of a V taper, i.e. your waist looks smaller, while also obviously strengthening your core, which is advantageous for sports and the likes. But um, to do the side plank, you it's just like a normal plank, except it is on your side. It's, <laughs> it's actually in the name. Um, but just, yeah, one, one arm down, elbow, and uh, your feet, and you're just facing the side just uh, facing the side. Um, it's actually a um, really good exercise that I that I incorporate into my own routine. So I would highly recommend um, and will definitely help you gain muscle and definition in your abdominals.
0: What about my glutes? Can it help What, that?
2: About, what, if, I, what, what if I just wanted to work? My um, and
0: if, if it doesn't do the glutes, I'm not interested.
2: I know, Luke, you're, I know you, you're a man for the bum. <laughs> have... um, it's, it's mainly... It's mainly the core, and uh, you obviously the shoulder that is in use. Also, gets a bit of work, out, but it's, it's definitely, definitely mainly the core. Now, and now do you have it, any
0: recommendation for you know how long you should do it, how many sets?
2: Um, yeah, you should definitely do it for as Once long so as like, just five times for as long. Pre, well, uh, yeah, until well, I mean, no one will actually go to failure because it's so hard that you will be like dying. So I'll, to, like until it hurts a lot, basically. <laughs> um, now, <laughs> uh, disclaimer, disclaimer. If you do this, okay, it does not instantly give you abdominals or obliques as the media, the mainstream media would have you believe, okay? There's a famous uh, famous quote, look, abs, they're 80% made in the kitchen, 20% in the gym. So what, what this exercise will do, it'll build the muscle. But if you've still got the fat covering it, obviously it's not going to show. So you can build the groundwork up and then you just got to carve it away like a sculpture by getting rid of the fat and then you'll you'll obviously have the, the noticeable gains and, and the v-taper i was talking about um don't hold me accountable if you're eating kfc every day and you do 30 seconds of side plank and you, you're calling me saying oh she knows she why why am i looking six pack ripped and i'm like it's, it's you got it you got to eat well as well basically is what i'm saying um but anyway, <laughs> that's my rant finished you, you, you can continue now
0: Right. Well, with that round finished, we will cast our eye over to the Six Nations and the week just gone by. So I had Italy versus Ireland first fall on Saturday afternoon. That one finished in a comprehensive yeah. 48 to 10. Positive victory. victory we we finally won the game. Um, finally won the game. That's what I want to say about it.
1: I was happy to see it. <laughs> like,
2: you're, like, you're just happy for them. What's it? To do I think it's 30, 31,
3: 30, 31 losses. 30
1: 31?
0: 30 in, 30 in a row yeah 30, 30 ha- six nations losses in a row their only wins outside of that coming in november i have to uh, rewind my telling
1: when uh, when that when he said that because i just sort of heard him wrong but there's no i can't believe they've got 30 games that's what five years yeah that's six years
0: it is <laughs> that's yeah six that, years, that's yeah. Uh, six years and six nations they defeat their last win was scotland. against scotland yeah. in 2015 <laughs> yeah I they mean, shouldn't be in the. It's a long they time. They really should be know, in the. I you think it's it's probably just as well they aren't letting fans in because they're just yeah. robbing their money at this stage. Um,
2: yeah, imagine just going to an Italy match again. Like, the 16th. Nations. No, every match. <laughs> it's like team. they're just gonna lose. It's
1: like, like, you, like you know that Derby team. Uh, however many. Oh, they got years, eleven points. Eleven yeah. points. Like they go to the game <laughs> at the end of the season. They go to the games and they're like, "We're gonna lose today." Like that's what it must be being like, a, being an Italy rugby fan.
2: I mean, the only way Italy will win matches is play. that a they're playing Scotland, b they're playing at home, France force C Fifteen of the fifteen of the Scottish players are injured. I like it. Injured. I think in car crash or something. Italy like that. Italy, Italy I, often I, beat France. France.
3: Um, they've beaten them
0: a good few times, and it's, it always. So they're they're similar teams. You know, you never know. Yeah, it's, it's a bit less true these days. But in a lot of ways, you never know. Yeah, the French could team be dodging. You never yeah. know which Italy team. Actually, yeah. like. You know, sometimes the bad Italians show up and sometimes the normal Italians show up. Either we're, either. we're yet to hear of <laughs> good Italians. But, um, and then there's, and and then there's that time home.
3: they played against England and, and changed the rule book.
0: <laughs> oh, that that was one of the best. How That's long did my that favourite Italy game ever, where they, they just the first half. the offside rule. That went on until about the si- first half up until the 50th or 60th minute. Basically, for anyone who hasn't seen it, it was... Uh, Italy would tackle the English player and that would be it no one would go in over the ball and because of the rules at the time the Italian players there was no offside line because there was no ruck formed unless someone went in over the ball so the Italian <laughs> players just rushed up into what would normally be offside they'd get in the scrum half's way basically go wherever they wanted and it completely they messed were, with they in were leading at half time yeah. Um, I think Italy were yeah they're Italy were leading until about 60th or 65th minute and then one week <laughs> later, that rule was changed. And then, of course, um, the powers that be saw that and they could not right, so take they, it. So anymore. they
2: basically were, could be offside yeah. for the entire game. And they still <laughs> the yeah,
0: equal. pretty much. There was uh, yeah. two years oh ago actually God. they were beaten. I, I think England, England, two years ago they were beaten. Eventually.
3: Ireland at halftime in Italy. Don't forget that. I mean. mm.
0: uh, that was that was the scoring game. Yeah, they have, like they have flashes games. of brilliance sometimes, but
3: <clears throat> well.
0: And you know, it, it raises questions. Attacking's right, so just they're, terrible. They should in, like, in the Six Nations. Well, yeah,
2: cause... It used to be the Five Nations bear in mind, and then Italy sort of crying. They, have so a... they let them in, and then well,
1: Italy, Georgia, or Georgia, they I reckon rising, there though. should be like a like the Europa League, and each year the winner of the, the second tier goes up into the Six Nations. Just so
3: there's yeah, it. but yeah, but imagine imagine like well, Scotland they have, an, 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 year. The, the
1: Scotland have an off year. Imagine Scotland have an off year, and they have an off year that they'll they'll win next year. You're playing against portugal they're
2: next already, year. They already already have horrible. a Europa league for rugby though. They they have the four nations.
0: Do they? Well, you see that is that is uh the main reason that you'll see so the likes of Wales, Scotland, potentially Ireland just yeah. will not agree to it because like not only the embarrassment of being Relegated, but also it's a massive financial hit for the unions if they were to drop out the Six Nations, even for one year. That's where or, most
3: of the
2: money comes um, from.
0: I am not too sure what the solution. But like is. like Italy, yeah, really, just don't deserve. To like do the
3: Solution
2: is for it to, for Italy to get yeah. better. I mean, they're, they're probably like sixty million. Like truly, they can. You know, I am pretty sure. I am pretty sure, sure it's just like there's
1: only one part of Italy that play rugby.
3: Yeah, it's it's only around Milan. That's a, uh,
0: it. It's yeah, that's mainly like, the, the north. So like
1: like in in most countries, it goes like it spreads around the country. Then. But in Italy, it's just kind of stayed there and they've been football, I mean, football,
0: football, football for... You know, you you I mean, No, Georgia, they're not shit at football. Like, I think the last two times Italy have played Georgia, they have... Italy have won. I think one of those times it was somewhat comprehensive. So, I mean, you can make a case for Georgia, but really I think Italy are still a higher standard than them.
3: You just feel sorry for them, though. Who have you got out...
2: <laughs> Who's winning the situation uh, this year, lads?
0: Hot takes. <laughs> it it is. It's hard to look past. Like you'd you'd you would never believe oh, yeah, it coming just, into the tournament, but uh, the it's, it's hard to look past Wales. at three tournament. three odd games I've ever seen. So yeah, you had Wales obviously with the forty twenty four win against England, uh, and really they were gifted fourteen points in that game by the referee. You had the first try uh, by Wales where. I think the England medics are on the team, the water boys are on the team. They're, England were nearly in a huddle under the posts, and Wales just went quickly. The ref said play on. Yeah, I want to try from that. And then obviously the second one, was second one's the Louis Rees Summit knock on that apparently redefined the rules of knock ons for that TMO. Um, <laughs> I, I just do you not know, think it should have been given, but. It was. I I was uh, I, think I it was really actually convinced it was, tri- it
3: was a try. but then when Nigel Owens came out and said, <clears throat> explained it, you could. I understand now why it was a knock-on. I mean, his hands did actually move the ball forward. Yeah. He just moved it, faster than the ball.
0: That,
1: that's why that, 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 confused me as well.
0: If he had regathered it in his hands, if he had regathered it in his hands, it wouldn't have been yeah. a knock-on. The try would have stood, but it's the fact that he knocked it on and then kicked it. Which is what made it uh, illegally like, a knock-on. Um, but you know, obviously the refereeing was questionable. Uh, Pascal Cosair came out during the week. He say he admitted he got it wrong after his uh, his meeting with World Rugby. Which you know, there's a lot to be said for that because you look at the the uh, Chelsea United game where you know the referee and the they just remain silent in the Premier League. They don't have to that's say anything if the they thing make a bad decision. I so it's a yeah, it's good to see sorry the but, uh, accountability in, for the for, the, for their there. first
1: try. Yeah. Where yeah. the um, where they just play weren't ready to play. I saw one clip of Owen Farrell doing the same thing um, at club level where the water boy was literally on the pitch talking to the other team and he just takes the a penalty quickly.
3: That's because Owen Farrell plays in a farmers league.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> he does. Owen
1: Farrell <laughs> is, a player. The whole English team just don't look don't look at the races to year.
3: Yeah, they're they're playing Against a bunch of farmers, literally like semi-professional <laughs> rugby players.
0: I mean, yeah, the Saracens players. A lot of those Saracens players yeah. haven't had any action between December and the Premier, and the Six Nations starting. I mean, I think Jamie George, Owen Farrell, they didn't play between that England France final in the Autumn Nations Cup and the first game of the Six Nations. So, and I mean, it mm. clearly told in the game against Scotland. They looked like well they the spent the last
1: like few months just uh, but- down.
0: They all just look slow. I think it'll be interesting to see now the line selection. Surely, Warren Gatlin. It's got to be mainly really Wales' the players. That's what he normally does. He just picks.
1: But yeah, but it is a, uh, like he, they, he well, the Welsh team have just been um, good. Like they've just been too good, really, not to.
3: I mean, they've they've nothing special about them. They've just been
1: they've been getting the refereeing decisions, which I think uh, we'll use to our advantage on the tour.
3: It's not even that everyone's just done stupid stuff I against mean, them as well,
0: like the two red cards. Uh, yeah, you have two red cards, and England were I mean, giving away penalties for fun, like they I fourteen didn't think penalties. it yeah, was. Nine. It was a red card. Unanimously, was that was a red card.
3: card.
0: Uh, one by by the letter of the law, it's a red card, and no complaints like, over Xander like, Fagan. When, when I'm
2: clearing a ruck out, when I'm clearing a ruck out in like playing <clears> rugby, <throat> like it, it is hard. To wrap around someone while you're clearing them out, because oftentimes they're so low, like, and they're in such a position. Like, obviously, when someone's running with the ball, that they're, they're pretty much upright. You can easily get your arms and wrap around them. But if they're almost horizontal, it is uh, it's actually very difficult yeah. to, to wrap your arms. But arm you around have them to try. He didn't out. even
3: try.
0: Well, I think you see with with all of these um, rocking red cards. I mean, there's you know, to use a better <laughs> phrase, there's a pandemic of them at the moment across the Pro 14 and the. Uh, and the Premiership, the English Premiership, where like I think England, the the Premiership are seeing one or two every weekend, and it's just, it's sort of this body position that players are getting into, where it's very difficult once they're in that position to move them. I think as far as I can see, the only way would be to side roll them. But I mean, if you come at them straight on, you're going to hit them with your shoulder into the head, which will be a red card. Or the other option is just let them take the ball. Um, could be a penalty against you for not releasing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, like, I think, obviously, Peter Romani, it was it was shoulder to to head or whatever, which obviously obviously made things a lot worse. But if that was shoulder to shoulder, like, again, I'm I'm playing in my game like that. That's just that, that's just a good clear out. But things are actually in the professional world. Thing things are different.
0: And then the last game that was supposed to be in that round, of course, was. France-Scotland, uh, which got called off due to a number of positive COVID cases in the French camp. Um, I think the latest that I've seen on it, recording this on a Thursday evening, is that the French have had their own investigation and say that they've done nothing wrong. Yeah. I wouldn't, uh, tell us, tell I us, and the <clears throat> coach, I think it may have been... Uh Bernard Laporte, might have been Fabien Galtier, has been called now before the French government to explain uh, the breach of their bubble. And the French government, of course, are threatening to pull the French team from the Six Nations if they find that protocols were breached, which would just be it would be awful for the tournament. But have it would they have played mass Italy as well. And uh, what's that, Italy? they, oh, Italy did. they played them the first that. week. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't think of a more French way to <laughs> yeah. to mess up your grand slam chances. <laughs> uh, and questions were raised as well, should Scotland have been awarded a walkover? Because obviously the problem's on the French side. Um, Scotland are missing, I think it would have been 13 players if the match had been rescheduled, which it has been now, uh, but under an agreement that the... Uh, Scottish players playing in the English Premiership and the top 14 will be released by their clubs to play. That's asking a lot um, of the players. It's really asking A lot of the players to, uh, to
1: just not play club level because the, especially the Scottish players like they it was a French outbreak that uh, that caused What well, I mean? Like...
3: The, Sc- the Scottish players were back playing um club rugby like last weekend the professional sportsmen like they're,
0: they So you should be used to it like yeah, yeah, they're they're used to doing it weekend. Weekend. I'm
1: saying it's just a lot. Like, like but, uh, why why should they have to? Uh, I think like when they're when they're with the club, why should they have to go back to play another game because France? Uh...
0: Well, I think nearly every pl play international player will prefer to play for country over club, just the nature of international rugby. But um like the French and English clubs, unless that agreement had been struck, they could have just said, no way, we're not letting our Scottish players uh, leave for that game because they're under no obligation to, uh, with the contracts, to release them outside of the international window. And obviously that has pretty big implications now for the Pro 14. Uh, Edinburgh and Glasgow are scheduled to be playing that weekend, the 26th of March, when uh, France-Scotland has been rescheduled to and you just have to wonder, could that have an impact? Now, obviously, the league is nearly wrapped up in terms of having a Leinster Monster final, but that could um, have implications down the road for the two Scottish teams qualifying for. Yeah, like they're two.
1: like yeah, uh, yeah. Like it's 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 probably unfair on the two teams, especially if they're they're missing like a a large chunk of their players to uh, for, to them going back.
0: I think. To be fair, it's not it's not the most difficult games they have. Um, I think Glasgow have Benetton and Edinburgh have Dragons. I mean, Benetton played well against Connacht.
1: Like they're not like they're um, not a, they're not they're not a great team, but they're not too bad.
0: Like, I mean, yeah. they they have the like, every like... game in the league so far. So, <laughs> but it's <yeah>, make, <laughs> make it that way too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, I thought
1: they played well against uh, Connacht. They just got a
3: bit unlucky. I think it's truly ridiculous how how just a, a next level the provinces are really yeah at like the they're, moment they're, it's just, top,
1: they're top of A and B aren't they yeah there's
3: just there's a yeah. massive I think I think surely gold this, gold the Scottish gold gold and, and Welsh teams are losing out to the English Premiership um, with players going over there.
0: I mean yeah, there there's a yeah. really big exodus now of, of Scottish players. Um, going out to play in England or, fr- or France. And I'm not too sure where Scotland, where the Scottish Rugby Union can go with this now because they don't have the yeah. finance to offer players the big contracts. But at the same time, like, they've lost so many out-halves to England. Whereas
3: Ireland have the ability to just say, if you go to the UK, <laughs> you, you can't, can't play Ireland. <laughs> Which is just brutal, but it's... Um... yeah. I guess it's it's fair almost. It's working,
2: but then I
1: might almost make like it harder at club level for um, the Irish teams to compete. If say most of their teams are Irish, they're losing, or like most of their best players.
0: What do you see the the flip side of it is that during these international windows they get the opportunity to develop yeah. uh, massive like the likes of Scott Penny, like Leinster, they lose like eighteen, nineteen players um for every international window, but because of that they. Like they can put out a third string team that'll beat the majority of pro fourteen sides. Like we saw that in their match against Glasgow last Sunday, they won 40-28. And I mean you had the likes of Jamie Osborne was thrust in for his first uh, his first Leinster start in at thirteen after um after Kieran Frawley was ruled out just before uh before kickoff and he looked very accomplished for someone who's only had three or four pro 14 appearances off the bench you know he's come through the club rugby system still very young only 20 or 21 yeah. the
2: it always seems to be bright yeah. uh, like the, their network prior rugby in just,
1: general level, it, but... it's just
2: got like like feeders from all the all the schools it's like it's just like a fucking like a just a, like a factory <clears throat> just like you play JCT you play SCT under Leinster whatever Um, you play Leinster youth team then you get Ireland, obviously Ireland youth team uh, and then
0: yeah you know a lot of the production line is coming through schools, and the school setups now are becoming like they're nearly professional players in themselves like, the yeah. schools rugby players so you know it really helps them to just like fit they even right have into the contract
1: like saying like oh I will not I will not drink, I will stick to the diet, I'll stick to the training schedule like at the at age like most like 17, 18 they're, they're getting used to making the sacrifices to play rugby. So there are the country like it's the system that's breeding um, yeah. professional players. So I really don't see the I really don't see it slowing down. Like I, mean, the, I it, see it kind of continue true. to grow, grow, for like years to come. I personally saw myself
2: as a, as a Lensbury player, <laughs> uh, not be <to, laughs> a future Lensbury. Right, hey, you laughing, we, we played the same I, rugby I, team. Yeah, that's I, why I, <laughs> we uh, played on the same the, team. the The, the, listen, the listeners well, don't we, we, know we, the you played on the, of on the, the same team as me.
1: I know that. that. That does say a lot.
0: That that says a lot. I
2: was just, I was just waiting for yeah, one. Yeah, you guys know, I would have gone. I would have gone pro, but just
0: say yo. And I'm,
1: I, I would have gone pro you up from if you the know, fifth I, to the fourth. I did, I did my knee. In, so <laughs> no, I would have gone pro. otherwise.
0: Ah, yes. And you know, since since we're talking about the Pro Fourteen, you know, to be fair to McGrath, he, he came out with that statement about Cherie. So they did put in a good performance against Connacht. Um. You know, nineteen seventeen to Conop, it was a last gasp victory, seventy uh, ninth minute try, um, and you know, it's the second time uh, in as many games against Irish opposition they were denied a win against Munster by late JJ Hanrahan drop goal. But I don't know, they just they they keep getting unlucky, <clears throat> and that's really been the story of their season. You sort of wonder where where did they go from here? Because two years ago they were in the Pro 14 playoffs playing against Monster in the quarterfinals and now they it find seems themselves like twelve losses. It seems like Italian games. rugby as a whole sad, constantly very, very takes sad. a I foot
3: would... forward or a step forward.
1: And then ten steps. And then back. about a
3: Yeah, maybe not ten, but about two steps back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'd
2: say four. I'd say four steps is, is an accurate amount. Um anyway, let's move let's move on to um a segment known locally as Who Got the Assist.
0: Yes, this is the Who Got the Assist fantasy pick of the week presented by myself. Uh, All prices for these players are, of course, come from the official Fantasy Premier League website. Uh, So my pick for this week is Bertrand Traore, the Aston Villa player. He's coming in at 5.9 million at the moment, at the time of recording. And uh, crucially, he is going to be playing in game week, I think it's at twenty twenty nine, the one which is the blank game week in which there are only eight teams playing. So um really valuable asset to get in. Its next four games are Wolves, Newcastle, Tottenham and Fulham. Uh so again, not not the worst um fixtures to have coming up. Um Tottenham, of course, is the blank game week fixture. Uh so he is my who got uh, the assist. They did just lose week. to uh
1: Sheffield United.
0: Uh they did, and that—that that is a, a word of caution. If you're considering uh, bringing Chory in, he—I think Aston Villa have really struggled without Jack Grealish, um so far for a bit of creativity. Uh, he could be back in the coming weeks, so so I think Troy could be a good pick. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a Villa in. side
1: that I'm kind of leading and then winning the game by one or two. Um.
2: You what? know, what my favorite so,
0: yeah, thing I mean... in the world is burrè. <laughs>
2: Wait,
0: sorry, look, you to say No, yeah. go ahead. I, I'd I'd love to know what your favorite thing in the world is. Get, sorry, I was, you were you finished? Were you fi- Were you finished no, with
2: no, who go, got go, the assist? Go, go, go
0: or, go right or would you like? Would you like to go? Yes, keep going? yes. Who got Who well, got the assist? That's <laughs> I think everyone has a message now. Get in, Traore.
2: Okay, um, well, I'd just like to say, burrè. Uh, I understand that you have a particular passion for seeing <laughs> okay, pretty much okay. naked men grab each other uh, and punch each other.
1: Um, yes, you we like are, of you course, talking
0: on? about UFC. Jan, yeah, I'm not even going uh, to... Uh,
1: the main, the main I'm girl, title is a, make a make lightweight uh, title bout between Jan, I'm not going to try and pronounce a second name, I will butcher it, and then Israel Adesanya. Who, uh, Israel is unbeaten. He goes by the style bender, or the last style bender. Uh, he's twenty. He's twenty and zero unbeaten. <laughs> he, he's the best middleweight, I think. Arguably, there's ever been. Uh, he's an he's an unreal fighter, and he's moved up to light heavyweight. And uh, oh, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be one of the fights of the year. I think, if not the fight of the year.
0: Uh, and
1: yeah, uh, I think Adesanya is strong at everything. He's like he's a style He can do anything. And he, but Jan, his his kicks are strong, and his punches are stronger. I feel like if uh. Adesanya is clipped with one with one strong hit. It, it could be lights out. Like, he's strong, but oh, it's, um, it's tough. So... Uh, Israel Adesanya has gone up in weight, but Jan, like, one heavy hit, and, and it, it could be all over. Like, one one hit from this man could knock Shut. out a horse. So, well, I'll, I'm not finished. For <laughs> I'm really not finished. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not finished. <laughs> right, um, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving. Uh, where are we go back to. Uh, I think I do think Jan will win it, but uh, if if Israel gonna avoids he avoids the heavy hits, then it could be his. But I think Jan, I think Jan has it won.
0: Fantastic. Well, that is all we have time for this week. Thank you for listening to the About a Ball Podcast, and Good we work. hope to see you next week. Cheers. We actually well managed to record well done, a podcast.
1: Look at us. <laughs>